0: hello 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 everyone and welcome to the mind is the matter podcast where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential bringing it to its peace and healing and loving ourselves along our journey i am your host Alyssa. so let's get started hello everyone hope everyone is doing good today Today has been a day, just to say the least, you know, I had to pack up at least a couple things, you know, move my cat, because, you know, living in student housing, what they don't tell you is that they can have the possibility of moving a 50-year-old man into your apartment. So that's what I've been dealing with today, which was great. You know, having a grown-ass man scream, call me a cunt, a bitch, fuck you, all this shit, so, and also threaten my life. I'm saying that so nonchalantly, like that's not a big deal. It's a huge deal. If someone threatening your life, please get out of there as soon as possible. um But for today, we're not gonna focus. Well, I mean, it is part of. It's kind of part of it though too, because <laughs> that's very toxic. If you're ever in a toxic environment like that, please remove yourself as soon as possible. Because that is not one that's not safe for you, and two. That's not good for your mental health. If you're staying in an environment that clearly is stressing you, bringing you distress and making you uncomfortable, you should never be in any place that's going to make you feel like you are not safe. So that's why I immediately left. I praise God for my friend, you know, shout out to Jade. (laughs) Like she lives right downstairs from me. She's my smoking buddy, but you know, talk to her a lot about my ideas and what's going on. She's also going to be a part of this podcast, um, one of my episodes, so Have a most likely and in the next episode she's actually gonna partake in. Not gonna tell you guys what the title of that episode is not till the end. But I do hope you guys enjoy it regardless. But yeah, no, like I said, if you're not safe somewhere, please remove yourself as soon as possible. Don't give any moment of that situation harming you physically. But if it's a if it's harming you and making you uncomfortable emotionally, please leave. ASAP all right so let's get into today's daily quote from the motivation app and today's quote is choose your circle carefully spend time with people who belong in your future not those who should stay in your past yes always the app never literally never fails and with me saying that along with with this quote you know it is important to choose who you're around like, be picky about who you're around because who your friends are, dude, it does dignify, you know, how you are and where your growth is going to be. If you're around people who are bums, not doing anything with their lives, sitting around, lounging, talking very negatively about life, where do you think you're going to be at? If you're sitting there surrounding yourself by these people, obviously, you're going to start believing this, too, and becoming a negative person, you know, someone who bears bad fruits and you're around somebody that's negative you're going to start seeing the world in a negative view as well. So always be careful. Always be picky with your energy and your time that you invest and in who is in your company because who's around you will say a lot about you as well. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, you are your own person. I don't believe that, you know, that's 100% true. But people who are in your company that are voicing things to you and whether they're not pushing you a bit to be a better person or, you know making you ambitious or just you know how I look at it is like the people that are sitting on my table if they're growing they're wanting to push themselves to higher to a higher place and just want better for themselves that's gonna make me want to like want better for myself like I'm not gonna sit here I'm not gonna want to sit here and be like yeah you know my friends they don't really got much going on for them one lives at home still she's not in school this one over here really don't got a great job this other one in here is in a toxic relationship so all this negativity is around you You're not going to grow in a place that's not growing. That's like being a flower in a dark room. You're not going to grow. So that was a good quote for today. But today's episode is coming face to face with your own toxic traits. Now, there is so like your own toxicity can stem off of many different variations, whether that was from your childhood, whether that was from your relationships, um, your family, Like, there's so many different variations of where your own toxic traits can come from. But I'm just going to list out the couple that are toxic traits that can be found from, you know, dignifying that from other people or just within yourself. So, of course, number one, lying. (laughs) Lying is toxic. Someone's lying. They obviously don't value enough to actually tell you the truth. And if someone can't be honest with you, then obviously maybe you shouldn't have them in your company to begin with. But of course, dishonesty degrades the foundation of all relationships, mutual trust, and even philosopher Emmanuel Kant believes if everyone lied, nobody would believe anything they would that they were told. Like lying is toxic since it is self-defeating, like striving for the truth in, in a relationship with others shows we. Can't. No, obviously, if you lie to somebody, you don't respect them. And as much as people want to, quote unquote, say, oh, I love you. I'd rather be highly respected in a room than loved because a lot of people mislead love as an emotion when it's actually a commitment. Like you commit to love somebody. You commit to love all of them, all the parts of who they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. However, if this person is showing more ugly sides and bringing more ugly out of you and bringing out these these toxic traits out of you, then yeah, I would definitely remove myself immediately because if you're not bringing the good out of me, then what's your purpose of being here? Like why am I why am I abusing myself? By accepting all of you, but all of you, like there like there's a percentage, like ninety percent of you is negative, and that ten percent is what I'm holding on to in hopes that you know you are a good person and that you're not this toxic person. But you're stressing me, you're not good for my company and you shouldn't be here if you're gonna bring that. So lying, number one, is the biggest toxic trait that should come out of anybody if you find somebody who just lies about everything, then yeah, they obviously don't respect you enough to tell you the truth. Because honesty comes with consequences. And if someone is willing to be honest with you, they're accepting the consequences of how you're going to respond to that honesty. But upcoming is the second toxic trait is insincerity. So showing up as anything other than your authentic self is a a surefire way to put up a wall between yourself and everyone else. So, you know, faking your way through social interactions, like that's saying, oh, fake it till you make it. No, don't fake it till you make it because if something is not authentically you, you know what you're gonna end up doing? You're attracting things that are actually not aligned with you. So if you're acting nonchalant, if you're acting like you don't care, you're acting heartless, what do you think you're gonna attract? You're gonna attract people who, one, are nonchalant, non-caring, and heartless. If you don't, if you want greater in your company, then you have to be great as an individual. You can't sit there and be, this unauthentic person and expect that, oh, this is I'm gonna attract better. No, you're gonna attract exactly what you are because that's what you're putting out into the universe. And, you know, you know, craving fame and popularity over a genuine connection. So many people would trade their souls, like they will sell their souls just for recognition. And for me, I'd rather have a genuine connection with somebody. Like as human beings, we all crave connection. We all crave, you know, just that energy coming off of somebody and being able to connect with them relate to them understand them because I mean I think that's where the root of all friendships and relationships lie is the connection that you have with this person so if you're just you know being fake and being so willing to just sell anything for 15 minutes of fame from somebody instead of actually having people in your company that Want good for you and aren't just there for you because you have this fame and you know that 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 clout. Like they're not around you for clout. They're there for you because there's a genuine connection between you and this other person. And then number three, playing the victim. Huh. This is so known in relationships and even friendships too. Like people who would literally just switch the narrative back onto themselves and make it seem as if like they're the victim, like they're the problem, like playing the victim is a mindset many of us don't even realize we are adopting during difficult times. Like, so according to uh, research, those who frequently play the victim card exaggerate and manipulate those around them to escape responsibility, cope and get attention. And, you know, even from past situations that I've been in, I've had people victimize themselves because they just didn't want to do they didn't want to take responsibility of their own actions like they'd rather point the finger back at me and be like oh you're the reason why I responded that way or you're the reason why I did that like no any at the end of the day always repl- reflect back on yourself because you're responsible for you and if you want to sit there and make somebody else feel as if like there's a problem with them and that they're the reason they're the cause behind that uh, behind you acting that way heal yourself please please heal yourself for everybody else heal, heal yourself for you but don't don't try to play the victim, especially if you know in your heart that you're not the victim because like playing the victim, you're just manipulating another person at this point. And that's not toxic. You shouldn't manipulate anybody to do something for you. Like somebody should want to do those things for you out of the kindness and out of the love of their hearts, not because you manipulated them to do that. So don't play the victim. It's toxic. And if you have a, if you're in a relationship or, or you're in a friendship right now. That this this person is manipulating you by making you feel bad, make you feel sorry for them because they're trying to portray themselves as a the victim. Yeah, get out of that situation ASAP. Because they're only there because you're benefiting them in some sh- some shape or form. And the second you stop benefiting them, then they're not getting anything from you. So they're not benefiting. They're not benefit. You know ways to spot victim playing is when they abuse others and. And when they're called out, divert attention by claiming their behavior was justified or usually just blaming, you know, the ones they hurt. Like, like I said before, like, they point the finger at somebody else when in reality, like, they're just not taking responsibility of their own actions. And, you know, like, even in, like, the work, like, even in, like, the work environment, like, a coworker shouts, like, it's not my fault when given constructive, like, feedback about their poor performance, like, Dude, they're giving you constructive criticism so that way you can improve your importance, not sit there and just put you down as a worker. And even, like, if you notice that you have this within yourself, like, you know, you have that victimized type of mindset, like, the best way to combat, you know, playing the victim, like, in your personal life is just to improve your mindset and, you know, improve your habits by taking responsibility and being honest with yourself and get away from any victims who are doing that too, like you know you spot your own traits in other people and so if you see someone else you know playing the victim and you know being manipulative obviously if you carry these traits within yourself you know how to how to weed them out how to point them out too because you're just as guilty for doing it yourself and you know the fourth toxic trait is obviously cheating like whether you know cheating while playing games or evidently or even I uh, can't even type Infidel, I can't even talk today, infidelity in romantic relationships, all forms of examples of toxic traits that destroy relationships, all come and stem off of like cheating. Like, if someone like that's the biggest disrespect possible, if someone is cheating on you, or even if you're not in a relationship with someone, and like, you know, like that they cheat on their partner, and they're just not faithful, they're not loyal, like, that is it's toxic you don't even want to be around them because you're like obviously you're not true you're not faithful and you're not dependable either like everything that's coming out of your mouth you're lying to your partner just to cover your own ass because you don't want to you don't want to take responsibility of what that truth if it opens up in front of you to your partner and then finding out then you're have, then you're having to be stuck with the consequences and if this person has a victimized personality hey they have that you know playing the victim card they're just gonna sit there and turn around well you weren't giving me attention so that's why i seeked it out through other people or you weren't giving me the love that i needed man fuck right off honestly (laughs) like you should not blame me for your infidelity like you being unfaithful and you cheating on me because you don't know how to keep your hands to yourself or you don't know how to be a big boy or a big girl and communicate your feelings before going out and entertaining somebody else if you don't have the balls to be upfront and honest with people, especially your partner, you probably shouldn't be in a relationship at all. Just saying. Like if you can't be honest, if you can't be real in a relationship and you can't stay faithful, then just don't fucking be in one. It it it, it save the society <laughs> like save the society some time and save the per- the next person some time. You can be single. It's okay to be single. You can communicate with people like, "Hey, I don't want a relationship. I just want something that's open. That's perfectly fine. I really don't understand, you know, but there's people out there that are greedy as fuck. They want to have their cake and eat it too. And that's not how the world works. If you really want to be honest with people, you want to be real about your motives and what you want, then start communicating that. Like nobody wants to be in a relationship thinking that they're with this faithful person, that they're being honest with them, that there's nobody else in the picture. Meanwhile, they're fucking somebody else behind your back. How fucked is that? Like, just because you can't keep your hands to yourself, but you're selfish and greedy and you don't want to let me go because you know I'm a good woman or you know I'm a good man and I provide you all these benefits, like, you try to still think that you can dip your toe in and out of, like, no, that's not how it works. Seek help. (laughs) If you think, like, cheating is okay and that, like, that should be valid. It's not. And, you know, according to social... Uh, social psychology founder, Kurt Lewin, people behave differently according to their environment and personality. So when it comes to playing games, how familiar you are with who you play with can predict cheating. Like the more anonymity you and other players have, the more likely cheating will occur. Like the most... Important part when it comes to cheating is opportunity like how to spot cheating in romantically in romantic relationships and be on the lookout for this is if they lie about where they go or who they're with, you know, their mood goes up and down, or they're more happy and sad than usual or they get defensive when you ask who they are talking to increased phone use an hour before bedtime less frequent deep conversations date night and sex if you see your sex life dwindling with somebody like especially with your partner I mean I'm not saying like you should automatically assume like oh my god my partner is cheating on me but if they ain't getting it from you, they might be getting it from somebody else. Because let me tell you, we all got a sex drive. Let's be real. This podcast is all about being authentic and being real and safe. Like, it's safe to speak on this here. But we all got a sex drive, some higher than others. So if you ain't getting some from your partner, they obviously getting this somewhere else. And, like, if you're this type of person where you have cheated in the past, you know, you have been unfaithful. I mean it really does take you got to take some time to look within yourself like do i love like do i love myself enough to fully give myself to this person because sometimes people cheat because one they're 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 they don't have that self-trust like obviously they don't trust themselves a lot so because they miss that trust within themselves they're not going to trust others so it kind of like they try to beat the game in a way like they try to get ahead of themselves before getting hurt or or just insecurity. A lot of people, you know, something a lot of people do when they are, they have like low self-esteem or they cheat and do all these things. Like, and if you're this type of person, most of the time it's because you are feeling a void that you, obviously that void has to be filled like within you and it has to be filled by you. It can't be filled by anything else. But sometimes people will get in relationships with someone who's like, you know, confident beautiful fine sexy all these things all these great traits and cheat on them and it's like for some odd reason like the brain just gets like (laughs) this dopamine rush like yeah like I'm that like I'm that bitch or I'm that you know I'm that man like I completely fucked this entire person's like you know trust up it's really fucked up. Like there's, like I said, there's a lot of unhinged ass people in this world. Like it's very twisted. But some people get off on that like by hurting another individual or just, you know, they have like a boost of confidence within themselves when they cheat. Like they feel like, oh, I got one woman at home and I got this other woman out here with me or even vice versa. Like I got a man at home and he's doing all these great things for me. But I also got another man out here that's buying me stuff. Like he's paying my bills and shit. Like it's like you get validation just because you get the attention from more than one human being and like that's not okay. That's toxic as fuck. <laughs> you know, you you out here cheating and shit and you, you're the one that's listening to this and you've been guilty of cheating. Just learn to love yourself. Learn to trust yourself and learn to fill the void that's within you for you. Don't get in relationships if you know that you can't be faithful or just do some really deep, deep dive and in inner work. Because if you're out here cheating on people, you know, to me, that's just, like, you don't have, you really just don't have respect at all. Like, you don't, and and you're greedy. You're greedy as fuck. You want, you want to have your cake and eat it too. And that's not the case. Like, you know, be a kind human being. Don't do shit like that. Like, that really, that really fucks with people mentally. Like, I don't know anybody out there that's been cheated on. But, I mean, I can speak for myself. I've been cheated on. And, like, that fucks with, like, you know, that fucks with you emotionally, like, having to sit there and have this person look you in the face every day, tell you that they love you, that you're their world, and then go behind your back and cheat on you, like, that's how, like, how fucked up is that, like, you got the audacity to look me in the face, tell me that you have all these feelings for me, and then go, like, fuck another bitch behind my back, or fuck another man behind my back, like, that's fucked up, like, so, yeah, toxic as hell, cheating ain't it, um, not speaking out, is another toxic trait. Like, you know, sometimes toxic traits are not always action based, like not speaking out goes hand in hand with insincerity too. like, you know, sometimes not speaking out can look like, you know, such as during work meetings, you know, you stay quiet, even though you have ideas and solutions to contribute, you know, at parties, you hold back on sharing your take, um, your takes out, oh, wait, sharing your takes out of fear of being too much, you know, on group vacations, you know, you go along with what everybody else is, wants to do, even though you don't want to. Like, sometimes that can even be with people-pleasing, too. Like, you're just saying yes to everything because you don't want to be that outlier that's saying no and that's disagreeing, and now everybody's looking at you kind of weird. Like, you feel, like, feel like out of place. Like, you feel like the, like the, the black sheep out of everybody. So sometimes not speaking out can be toxic, too. Because, you know, yes, toxic is bad, But that doesn't necessarily mean like, this is just something that's permanent, sometimes things that are toxic that we understand about ourselves, like, you know, like I said, coming face to face with our own toxic traits, and you know, our own, our own habits that we do, you know, speaking up, if you have this trouble where, you know, you just you don't like confrontation, you don't really like speak in your mind when it comes to things that you know, you're not comfortable with, that's toxic towards yourself. You know because then when you're not speaking up about the things that you're not comfortable with You're allowing things to happen to you and you're just like letting it all just happen and crash And you're not saying anything. You're not speaking it. You're not communicating with anybody. So obviously I mean this ain't twilight, you know, we ain't got edward walking around here like he could read minds and shit like Some people like they can't read your mind if people don't know what's going on with you mentally They don't know what, what you're thinking about or how you're feeling, like they can't just assume. So that's why it's so important to speak up, speak on the things that are making you uncomfortable, speak up about things that, you know, you might even have ideas for. You'll be so surprised. It only takes one sentence coming out of somebody's mouth. You know, that there's a reason why God gave us two ears and one mouth because our mouth, our tongue is very powerful and we have to use it as such. You know, don't be afraid to say what's on your mind, to say what's on your chest, because you never know, S- somebody out there might need it somebody out there might need to hear what you have to say somebody might need that idea that is cultivating in your mind you know you never know so it's toxic to yourself to not you know put that out there to not be afraid and not be scared to show out with what you what what's in your head what you want to talk about what's you know what ideas you got and if you do have like if you have issues you know speaking up like Some ways to start speaking up is like start small, like by speaking up about basic things at home, like being being honest when you're asked, you know, what do you want to eat for dinner or say no to others and and yes to yourself. Like this can look like saying no to non-mandatory work events when you're not feeling up for it. Like you're saying yes to yourself by prioritizing your self-care. And like, you know, during conversations, like feel free to interrupt people politely when they are talking over you. You know, you can use the power cue, the fish. Try opening (laughs) your mouth to subtly show you how something to say while the other person rambles on, and you know, obviously, be assertive. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Because sometimes when you're not assertive about things, when you're quiet, you're allowing things to happen. And if you're not cool with what's going on around you, like like I said, you're not comfortable, and you're not taught, you're not speaking up. Then nobody around you really knows that you're just going through this. This whole like situation in your head like, damn, I'm so uncomfortable right now. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't like what's going on. You're not speaking up, so nobody's going to know. And you owe it to yourself to stand up for yourself, to speak up upon yourself because you are your biggest advocate when it comes to st- setting those boundaries for yourself, making it known, and also making it known about what you want for yourself and what you expect from others. So there's that, another toxic trait is taking things personally. So, sometimes things really are not intended to be taken personally. Some people just be talking and yes, sometimes it can be taken personally, but somebody who takes everything personally, like everything that is being said is obviously rooted stri- like straight to them. Uh, like that can be kind of self-centered, like, you know. And you know, sometimes when Let's say if you're someone like this, like you personally take everything personally, like you hear someone say something and you're you just really take it in. And, you know, sometimes taking things personally looks like, you know, you let the opinions of others dictate how you feel about yourself. You know, you have a habit of getting upset when you give in constructive criticism or your boss makes a harmless comment about your mistake and you overthink the interaction I myself I think this is a toxic trait for me I can I can sit here and admit that like sometimes I really do be taking things personally like whenever somebody has like an opinion about me like sometimes I really just sit there and overthink and overthink and be like damn man like is this how I am as a person so we can be toxic towards ourselves like it's it's a bitch (laughs) like I'm not gonna lie like I've done that to myself where I really just taken things a little too far within myself and not and i've been harsh with myself because of that and i really shouldn't do that because life is short people are going to say some shit and not everything should be taken like to that extent of it being personal number seven seeking the validation of others you know like most toxic traits and behaviors seeking the validation of others is a basic human tendency like raise your hand if you've ever you know, when someone's made you feel special, you really validated yourself on their opinion of you. Like, I've done it. We've all done it. We've all done it before. Like, I can't say I won't be the first person. I sure as hell won't be the last. Because it's just it's an ego. Like our ego is self important. So when we feel like someone makes us feel important, you know, it feeds our ego a little bit. So we like seek that validation. Like, even like when somebody from your past comes back, like that's an ego boost in a way, but you got to learn how to you know keep your ego down like simmer it down a little bit because sometimes you'll make decisions that have no business being made because you're feeding your ego because you're like oh yeah they came back they ain't never gonna find nobody else like me we have all done it when you know when our ex or somebody from our past that did us wrong came back we've all done it that feeds our ego but it also validates us too as as a human beings we're like you know damn bro like them coming back obviously i must mean something like i gotta i like my value must have something, it must hold some importance to them. And, you know, a couple examples of like typical validation seekers is like the coworker who constantly needs reassurance that they're doing a good job. You know, that one person that tries too hard to get everyone to like them by molding their personality to whoever they meet or like the friend that has low self-esteem and looks for their worth in other people. Oh, yeah, sometimes when you have a low self-esteem and you start looking for that, you know, for that validation in other people. I'm going to just, I'm going to give you guys an analogy. This is the best analogy I could possibly give when you put your worth in other people's hands. So imagine yourself as a car and you sitting at the lot, you know, you in the dealership and there's a buyer that comes around and he sees you and he's like, Ooh, I really like this car, but mm, I don't think it's worth the price that it's, that it's set at. like, I think I wanna negotiate it down because, you know, this person sees your worst, but they're not willing to pay for your worst. So what they're gonna do is try to negotiate it down to what they deem your worth is and what they're willing to afford. And that's what they're willing like they they're not willing to pay for the full price of you. So what they'll do is they'll lower it so that way they can afford you and then they can take it. And then sometimes when you have like this low self esteem, you're like well, shit like I have a buyer like somebody wants me like you know yeah they're they're dwindling my my worth what am my asking price but you know at least they're giving an offer like it's something no don't ever put your worth in the hands of somebody else because they will continuously and consistently short train short change you every single time because they're only they're only putting your worth from what they think your worth is not you know I'm a fucking Bentley, bro. Like I'm worth this. I'm worth this price. If you can't afford it, step the fuck aside. I will sit where the hell I'm at because there's somebody, there's a potential buyer out there that's willing to pay the whole price for you. That one sees you, knows your worth, know that the price is set and it's not changing. That's where you set your standard at. Like I'm not negotiating my worth and my value because you, you cannot afford it. If you can't afford it, then get the fuck on there's somebody out there that can't afford it. So I'm not settling for that. So look at yourself like you a high priced car. If they can, if they only got Honda Civic money, then let them have a Honda Civic. You're not a Honda Civic. No hate to Honda Civics, because I drive a Honda Civic. (laughs) But like, you know, you're this high luxury car. You got all these, all these like, like updated technology about you. Like, you fresh off the lot, like you got no miles, like you fresh, you're high end. Don't let somebody sit there and try and tell you what your worth is. Because if you do, you're gonna you're setting yourself short, you're selling yourself short, because this person's not willing to pay for the whole price of you. They're only they're only willing to pay for what they think your worth is. And hell no. (laughs) Let somebody try to tell me, that my worth is this when I know my worth is up here. If you can't afford it, just step aside. Step aside, like get out the way. <laughs> so that way someone else can come up to the lot and observe, see what see what I look like, see what I have to offer to the table and be like, damn, bro, like she's definitely worth that price. What she's asking for, she's definitely worth that price. And believe me, there is somebody out there that is willing to pay the entire price of your worth for you and not dwindle your worth and your value just be so that way they can afford it themselves. This toxic trait. <laughs> this one right here. People pleasing. Oh my God. Raising my hand again. I am a people pleaser. And ugh. <laughs> it's so hard when you really like you when you really just want to please people. Like you just want to say yes to everything, not step on people's toes. Cause believe me, I have such a hard time telling people no. And I feel like sometimes that can be taken advantage of like when I like when I am saying yes to things and not setting the boundary for myself. However, I am getting better with my own people pleasing because sometimes you can use people pleasing to benefit you. And you know, I was listening to this podcast and she was saying that you can use people, you can use people pleasing as like an upper hand because in a way, when you're people pleasing, you're not necessarily showing your true self. Like you're not showing that vulnerable side of you. And she kind of like, she switched the perspective, like, you know, this side of you is hidden. So in a way, because you're not exposing this part of you, they they can't use that against you. So if you're just saying yes to people, you're just like, you know, you're people pleasing people in a way they can't really take anything from you because you're in a way you're kind of benefiting by doing these things and making these offers and going out of your way to do these things for these people and they're not necessarily even though they can potentially take advantage of you but if you switch your mind to like I'm doing this as a protective barrier for myself like I'm keeping my vulnerable state to myself because you know sometimes we disagree because that's that's how we feel like that's something that we disagree on like i'm not okay with that that's setting a boundary setting a boundary requires a level of honesty within yourself that you're exposing to this this person that's in front of you like whoever you're talking to about your boundary so when you're people pleasing people don't really see that vulnerable side they don't see that boundary but you can manipulate it in a way that works for you so that way you're benefiting and you're kind of protecting yourself and you're not getting hurt so that was kind of I was like when I was listening to it, I was like damn man so like my people pleasing has an upper hand shit <laughs> but you know sometimes like the downside of people pleasing is apologizing a lot like you're apologizing for literally everything and I used to, I used to do that a lot I used to always say I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry over and over and over again and like a way that I like I've been practicing this like if you're a pe if you're a people pleaser now like you know a few a few ways to like to stop people pleasing is understanding the fact that one you don't have to say yes right away like try saying you know I'll get back to you on that like you don't have to give them that okay like immediate answer And, you know, be more intentional with your apologies and stop apologizing for small things because, you know, something I noticed about myself, I tend to apologize for little things instead of, you know, apologizing for things that actually deserve an apology. And, you know, practice validating yourself by relying on internal validation instead of external. So... This can look like making a daily habit of writing down like, you know, the three, your three favorite things about yourself. This is such a good like tool and technique to do. Like every day I wake up, I tell myself like the three things that I love about myself. And if you validate yourself based off of, you know, you like internally, like you're not seeking validation through others. That is, you know, that's a way of self-love too. Like that's showing yourself like, I love this quality about me. I love that I'm this way. I love that I respond like this. You know, for for me and my, fa- my three favorite things about myself is that one, I do have a big heart and I'm not afraid to open that up to people. As much as I've been hurt, as much as I've gone through things, I still love and care about others and will be more than happy to help people. Like I, I appreciate my heart so much. That's my favorite thing about myself. I love how compassionate I am about I am with others as well and showing sincerity to everybody that's around me, even if you're a stranger, you know, like even, you know, to people who've come into my life and for like a short period of time, I've always shown nothing but compassion for them, empathy and just overall just being there for them. And three, allowing people to be in my presence and allowing them to just show up as themselves. You are safe here. When you're with me, you can be who you are and not have to be scared to, you know, act like you have to walk on eggshells when you're around me. Another one is judging others. Uh, I mean, we're all guilty of this. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be like, oh, I never judge somebody. We've all done it. You know, I wouldn't say directly, but like indirectly, we've all judged. However, you know, we have no say on another person like like our words our judgment does not validate who this person is and if you are a judgy person you know humble yourself a little bit like you're not perfect either so regardless if you feel like you're superior you got a better job like humble yourself because just as quick as you've gotten that the universe god can take that right from underneath you like so please be humble if you are this judging person because you know passing judgment on others it's ultimately a toxic projection like a reflection of how we feel about ourselves and like I said a lot of people who are not willing to come face to face with their own toxic traits you start to project these toxic traits on others because you're not willing to do the inner work you're not willing to heal yourself from these toxic things and You know, now you're starting to hurt other people. And like I said, a lot of our toxic traits do come from like childhood past, our families, you know, relationships. A lot of these stem off of, you know, bad situations that we've been in and what we've taken out of that. But it is our responsibility to, you know, give ourselves the due diligence to take care of ourselves and, you know, put ourselves back together, you know, heal those things about ourselves. And, Walk away from a a bad situation and not leave with toxic traits, you know, hidden within you. Because now you're just hurting the next person. You're spreading your toxicity around like this. No, don't do that. Like toxicity spreads like wildfire. Don't do the self-healing. Make sure you nurture yourself. Heal the parts of yourself that you feel that do need the work. Because we all need inner work. We all need to fix things about ourselves that are not Great. But also acceptance, acceptance of who you are and what you're willing to become and not tolerating the toxic traits that you do have and that you do acknowledge within yourself. If you know, if you wouldn't want somebody treating you like that, like your own toxic traits, if you wouldn't want that inflicted on you, then that's right. That should be your first hand start to just be like, all right, I need to do some I need to do some self work. I need to really sit myself down, be completely and brutally honest with myself and get to work because I don't want to be treated this way and if I don't want that treatment then I shouldn't be the projector to other people with the same treatment that I'm not willing to receive myself and you know people judge others to feel like they have more control over beliefs than like they like than they themselves do like you know according to a study from the journal of personality and social psychology attitude and social cognition is um oh my god (laughs) that actually was that was the quote from them so you know people judge others to have more control over beliefs than they than they believe oh wait than they themselves do okay that makes sense so that was that was a quote from the journal of uh, personality and social psychology attitude and social cognition and you know some of If you do find yourself being this judgmental person, like ways to stop doing this is, you know, when someone does something and you feel the urge to judge them, you know, sometimes I don't know why people think that they're higher than others. Like if they just because they do something that you necessarily wouldn't do, like you have that right, that entitlement to judge them, you really don't have any room to say shit, to be honest with you, like we're all regardless of what job title we have whatever car we drive or house that we live in you don't have any right to judge somebody else at all you really don't that's not your right as a human being and i will always stand on that like as much as we may all indirectly judge others you know don't do like don't carry yourself with judgment in your heart at all times because you know realize your faults like you know so ask yourself like How am I like the person I am judging? So when you start putting yourself in their shoes, you start to actually like self-evaluate and be like, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) maybe maybe I shouldn't judge others, you know, from their situations because everybody goes through different things. There's a reason why everybody is where they're at. And you should have that perspective and really put yourself in someone else's shoes. So that way you have a better understanding. And, you know, there are plenty of other toxic traits, like I most of everything that I got from I received all of this from the website of science of com. you know, dealing with toxic traits, there's literally, I think, 2525, 25, like, self toxic traits, and you know how to spot it in others as well. Um, so there's, there's so many toxic traits that can be spread out, whether that's within ourselves, or, you know, something that we can, you know, weed out from other people like if we're seeing this for ourselves like abort mission (laughs) like go like this is not this is not the place for you again you're not bob the builder you can't fix nobody you can't fix their toxic traits either they have to do the self-work they have to want to change themselves and as much as you know me being that person because i do have that people pleasing prospect of myself and putting myself on the shelf to put other people 1st I have to teach myself to be able to be like, you know what, no, like, they have to want this for themselves. Like, as much as I may, I may want something for them more than they do, I need to stop myself because if they don't want it, like, more for themselves, then I shouldn't sit here and put myself in a situation where I'm just going to be abused by their toxic traits over and over and over again. Like, if you have these toxic traits about yourself, you know, like I always say, just Be patient with yourself, of course, like you don't have to be so harsh, but also understand like this is something that needs to be addressed and this is something that has to be changed. If you don't like this, these things about yourself, you try to put it at bay, try to put it at peace so you're no longer projecting that onto other people or onto yourself, you know, you got to take the time. It's going to take time. That healing does take time. Healing from toxic shit, like from your own toxic behavior does take time and it's a lot of work but with work and you just putting the efforts into doing the right thing for yourself will overall benefit you in the long run because you are your biggest investment you are your biggest responsibility and nothing should pull you away from wanting to strive after better things and having a a better perspective of yourself and giving off who you are, how you how you show up in a room and how you impact others, because if you're impacting others in a negative way, overall, that is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. People who are insecure and that cheat and do all these things that lie that are disrespectful. It's all a reflection based off themselves. So if you've been in a situation like that, where you're like, damn, why did they do that to me? Or why did they do this? Or, you know, never, never question yourself, because nine times out of 10, people's actions come based off of how they feel about themselves. Like if they don't love themselves, you know, how do, they expect, how do you expect them to love you? They barely love themselves. So obviously they're not going to respect you. They're not going to give you that level of faithfulness because they can't even be faithful to themselves. They're not even being true to themselves. So how do you expect that person to give you anything when they're barely giving themselves anything? Like they're selfish individuals, you know. So, but then again, there are people who do like, you know, apparently love themselves and are just selfish. They don't care. They don't care about your feelings. And those people are out there. They exist. But like I said, if you are true and you're authentic to yourself and you are showing sincere actions through everything that comes with being you, then you are going to attract exactly that. And, you know, I will always advocate be yourself. If you can't walk into a room and you feel like you have to walk on eggshells and you can't be yourself, then maybe you shouldn't even be stepping in that room. It's okay to be the outlier. It's okay to be the the black sheep, but as long as you're walking into that room and you're as long as you're walking into that relationship, that friendship, and you are you are you the entire step along the way, then that's all you can like. That's the best that you can give is just coming coming as you are, and accepting people for who they are too. But you don't need to accept the toxic traits. You don't need to accept toxic behavior from anybody because one, that's disrupting your peace, that's disrupting your mental health and where you want to be in your growth, and your journey, and you shouldn't accept toxic behavior from anybody. Set that boundary, again, for yourself. And also acknowledge your own toxic traits and want to heal them and not be somebody that's spreading toxicity to others. Because again, you are better than that. You're not just your toxic traits and you're not just what has happened to you. Don't use your childhood traumas or your relationship traumas to crutch you and make an excuse of why you're toxic now. You're not that person. You're better than that. And if you want better for yourself, start doing the inner work and make a difference for yourself and for potentially other people that are gonna come come across your world and in your path and in your life. But overall I truly do hope that this episode for today helped you guys out with, you know, getting touch, getting touch it like base to base with the, within your own toxic traits and really just making it making it known to seek out other people's toxic traits so because you know sometimes if you can weed it out and just kind of beat the bullet then do exactly that and remove yourself but I again I do appreciate everybody who's taking their time to listen to this podcast in today's episode and I hope I helped anybody that truly was struggling dealing with their own toxic traits and actually coming face to face with their toxic traits and you know being able to one help yourself stop it and get better and do you know what needs to be done so that way that alleviates away from you and it's not consuming you anymore but thank you again guys so much and I will see you guys back on the next episode and that episode is going to be titled I asked for this a woman's rape story hope you guys enjoy it and I'll see you back here Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind Is The Matter podcast. I hope this episode, along with every episode, is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the mind is a matter pod so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and i will see you back here on the next episode